I waited a little apprehensive, even nervous as I anticipated their arrival. Two individuals of global visibility who, as entertainers and advocates for the betterment of society, carry a monumental list of life accomplishments. So was the new guy on the block of outreach? Yeah, the thought of meeting them left me somewhat weak-kneed. The place we were not important, and the date and time irrelevant for the telling of this story. What is of center topic is the spirit I felt as I received a most sure and evident answer, a peace and acceptance if you will, that swelling in my chest as they entered the room, clicked all so relevant to the mission of sidewalk ghosts. For we all have an inner glow that is of profound impact on this world we share, and no matter if we are living in the limelight or not, and if we feel of its warmth and pureness, it has the presence to flow into the hearts and lives of all of us. In the words of my new friends. I think one of the key things for me always is, is to try to find your truth and stay authentic to it. That's the biggest thing about uh, a human and being a great citizen. I think that if we all just found ourselves being a good citizen and being authentically truthful, we do help the world in that way. And that is really, you know, just some of the key things uh, that I try to instill in my kids. But it's a big thing to expect from others, you know, is to expect people to be authentic with you, to be honest, to be forthcoming, to really put it on the table. And so we find ourselves throughout our lives putting up guards and building those things and these defenses in a lot of ways prevent you from being authentic because you've now put up a guard to guard yourself from someone else's inauthenticity. So it's that is the trick and you know is where the world kind of falls into these pitfalls. We're often affirmed by by and reaffirmed often by the way in which people see themselves when you see joy and when you when you have a conversation there's empathy and there's love in the conversation. But I, I remember something uh, once I was in Detroit at, at a, at a, at, in a community gathering and I was talking to a fourth grade teacher and he says at the beginning of every, every year, he asked his students one question, what does it mean to be a human being? And that's the question he asks, asks his students. So if you could take all that, that, that one phrase or that one sentence and, and, and use that as a groundwork, as a foundation for building the kind of society we would want to build or can imagine, that says something about what we, the possibility of what, how, where we can go and who we can be. The decisions that we make, they're science, period. And often science is irrefutable. It's happened because there's a law that says this happened. But the science of being a human being could be what we want. We can be the most caring, we can be the most loving, we can be the most understanding and compassionate. If we, could, if we begin to shape our ideas around that, you know, it, that, that could give us, lead us to some place and lead us someplace, a dangerous place, because it means there's vulnerability, there's all the other things that happen. But the world that I, the world that I would like to wish for, would, uh, and dream for, 
would begin there. Then we become together in a different kind of way. And yes, that is an important standard for that I think that has happened to my life. And when I met Frederick, you can tell by his stories, honoring each other's stories and everything that happened to us. Like we don't get here to where we are. I mean, I'm, we're not saying that our status, but who we are as people beyond our success and our, 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 our careers, we don't get there unless we have something at the core basis that we have to say. And Cedric said it so much, just finding that place where you have what's instilled in you and that's been instilled in you by others, from our mothers, parents, our relatives, our friends, and everything else. All those particular things are the things that I think shape us and give us a chance, an opportunity to make it a better world. Their phones rang with endless regularity. All so apparent hands were tugging at them. And not wanting to be another pulling influence, I stood back, trusted the little voice inside myself that told me to simply listen. And as they took time to share tender telephone, I love yous with their wives, I observed beyond the barrage of text memos and ringtones. I witnessed two most caring men who, as they did their part as caretakers of this world we share, example a deeper story as to who they really are. Well, I don't know if you'll share your letter uh, in this podcast, but, you know, to everybody listening, Richard read us a letter that he wrote about meeting us, about, about the day, uh, uh, his day in, in anticipation of, and then the day and the time that he spent with us. My mother always taught me that I believe is is very important. I try to live by this is is that your name, your good name, as she would add, walks in the room before you do and leaves after you do physically. So what you said is exactly was, you know, you reaffirmed a lesson my mother had because you had all this anticipation of what you thought was going to happen. And then when we walked in the room, the idea that you of who you thought I was and who you thought Danny was was affirmed and you be instantly became relieved. And then when we left and separated and you went about your day, you were so inspired after you were physically with us to literally write about it. Yeah. That's it. If we can leave those kind of impressions on people, that is the that is as human beings. And 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 to and to and to give you applause. You've done it to me now. Like I mean, even yesterday we had a great time. So I definitely remember you. We we laughed. We had great personal laughs with each other. So when 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 we saw you when we saw you downstairs, I instantly knew who you were. We instantly knew you had good good vibes and was a good dude. And so you know to be able to come here and do this and you know and reciprocate energy is is really about that. This is where we grow as a community, as people. We have to allow people to be individual selves, and then we have to be able to to be uh, honor them for their differences, whatever that, that difference may be, and then see if we can grow from it. And, you know, not everybody is meant to uh, be a perfect piece in a puzzle. That's why there are puzzles. But allow that piece to be its piece, you be your piece, and then collectively we make a puzzle. We may not necessarily belong together, but we belong for the whole picture. For the whole picture to be great, we need each other. And that's what's important. 
their character proven by their reverence for mothers they obviously loved, as well as the way they kindly recognized others, moved my heart. So as we sat together backstage and wait for a performance to come, I was touched as they allowed me into their lives. We talk about our mothers. We shaped yeah. our mothers. My mom, my, my, her mother and father never went past the third or fourth grade uh, at, at a time. At, at a time as they married and became sharecroppers, and everything. they always picked cotton, the pig worked in the fields, you know. But there's some way in which my mom, when, whenever the joy of being around her mother and father, it was that's contagious. If she could have come to that little farm and put roll out a red carpet for her mother and father to walk on, she would come out and do that. My mother graduated from from college. She was the first in her family to graduate from college. But the sacrifices made that were made that allowed her to graduate from college, to allow her sister and her brother to graduate from college were enormous. And I, I've never seen I never seen anybody in some sort had such reverence for their mother and father. Yes I have, but to see it come from that that small community that they never left in, they never left. They were born in that community, they lived in that community, they worked in that community, and they made their transition in that community. And the beautiful thing about that is to watch my mom, who was going in other places in the world, to come back and always pay homage to them and say, you're the most important people in my life. You are the, you are the center of what I am, and you, because of you, I am who I am. And that was a beautiful, that was a beautiful lesson as a child, because you watch the interactions, the child watches the action, it sees them, you listen to them on the phone, you know. For some reason, every time I heard my mother call my, 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 her mother and father, my grandparents on the phone, she sounded like she was 12 years old. And she could sound like she was 12 yeah. years old and talking to them with such gentleness. What do you need, mama? What do you need, daddy? All that kind of gentle was, was remarkable, you know, remarkable. And I felt that I wanted to be, I wanted to have the same relationship with my mom and dad. Uh, and I did. You know, I was fortunate to have this, this wonderful relationship uh, and, and, and beautiful relationship with my parents, you know. But I, you know what? All four of my siblings would say the same thing. <laughs> it's yeah. a beautiful, and it all starts from there, man. You know, it, it starts it's when, you, when you look back on your life and you think about those particular moments and you think about what are the gifts that are given to you to allow you to stop, to listen, to really try to hear, to really try to understand, and all that's all of that. You know where it comes from, and that's that's something. I, I, that's that's one. Of, I think that's one of our, our our life's gifts to be able to do that. So it is to my new friends I pay tribute. Engaged and unified to do my part as an unknown voice in furthering a grand mission within the reach of us all. A call that, as we each cultivate and celebrate our uniqueness, perhaps we can individually find substance in filling our wells to the fullest to have purpose as we reach out to one another, and as we do, to see more clearly the navigation of our individual lives. So it is that healed from my mind and chest pressure, I am ever grateful to have been able to see past your IMDB 
and as you have given this gift to me, I stand forward to share it with the world. A quiet whisper that if we each allow into our hearts is one that just might be orchestrated by a most similar and loving author. So to Danny Glover and Cedric the Entertainer, that beyond recognition of what you do or how well the world knows you, I feel most inspired to share a profound thank you for who you are. And per that letter that my new friend Cedric had mentioned, well, I think what it read has already been said.